Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Yeah, it's called Conversations with Jeff, not Screaming Matches. Yeah, Yeah, you and I do not agree on Calvinism. But look how nice we are to each other. I think it's going to really shock a lot of people, thrill a lot of people. A lot of people are going to have to do some soul searching. It's like, you know what? What are you doing? You're spending all your time trying to destroy another Christian because you don't understand what's going on Mm -hmm. when you should be out there winning people for Jesus. Right. Thank you for the job you're doing. Thanks for being willing to address these kind of issues. They're vital to the church. I feel sorry for what's coming your way, but God bless you, man. It's it's a good, healthy conversation, and, and let's keep growing together in the Lord. People won't change unless they hear the truth, though. And so we need to know the truth, uh, speak the truth. And then the last one I would say is that we need to stay in the truth, uh, no matter what the consequences are. Okay, everybody, welcome to today's episode of Conversations with Jeff. Um, really excited about, about today's show um, and that sort of thing. Before we get started, uh, just wanted to you know give a big thank you to everybody who did tune in for the Saving America conference that we put on um, over this weekend. It was a great lineup of people, had a, ro- a lot of really good speakers. Uh, especially just dealing with like, uh, you know, conservatism and Christianity and how all that plays out with dealing with the Constitution, a lot of things that we're seeing, uh, going on today. Uh, so thanks for everybody tuning in, uh, to that on Saturday. We're going to be doing another, um, version of that conference coming up, uh, on Saturday, May 9th. Uh, if you, for more information, you guys can go to AmericanConservativeMovement.com and, uh, and check that out. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, today's guest with uh, Conversations. As you guys all know, we've been uh, pretty much putting out a new episode of Conversations with Jeff every single day. Uh, today's guest, we have Dennis Akajanian. Uh, really excited to bring him on. I grew up, uh, you know, seeing him perform. He's a Christian musician and, you know, he's toured around the world, performed all over the place, including at Billy Graham Crusades and Harvest Crusades and all that kind of stuff. But Dennis, I'm glad we could sit down and glad we could do this. Well, it's an honor to be here, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing really, I'm doing really well. But yeah, thanks again. I really appreciate this. I've been looking forward to this for quite a while. Well, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, definitely. And, and so like one of the things that I like to do, uh, you know, anytime I have a guest on for the first time is kind of give, uh, the audience a chance to get to know you a little bit and, you know, hear your testimony, how God saved you, that sort of thing. Would love to uh, start out the show with that. I was, uh, 11 years old and, uh, I'd gone to church. All my life with my parents and, uh, I was invited to a Wednesday night on a July. Well, no, it was a January cold night, raining and foggy. And so I went to this old church and there was one room with a light going on in it. And that was the room I was going to go to with three other friends. 
and uh, they were in the front row, and I was in the second row, and we sat there looking at the light bulb that cold and kind of smelling the, the wood, you know, and inside those, the, these old pews, you know, we're sitting on him. And this guy walks out with a suit that was, uh, you know, twice too big for him, and, and he preached a message. There was no music, there was no videos, there was no anything, you know, and, and I listened and sitting in the second row, and then he said, anybody here want to accept Christ? Raise your hand. I raised my hand. He made me stand up and said, stand up, kind of like a drill sergeant. You sure you know what you're doing? It's the first time I ever talked back to an adult. I said, you bet I know what I'm doing. I wouldn't be standing, you know. <laughs> so I was nervous, you know, and I I uh, said the prayer with him and went home and told my mom and never forget it. I found out, uh, I thought, who is that masked man? You know, I'm, I contacted the pastor like a year later and, and uh, he told me his name was Larry Ward. Well, I looked him up several years ago and found out that Larry Ward started World Hunger. And uh, and so I called his office and he and he said, uh, the secretary said, who's calling? I said, this is Dennis Agajani. I'm calling for Dr. Ward. This is really Dennis, you know? And I said, I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about him. He led me to Christ. And so I got him on the phone and it was, it was really a, monumental time talking to him and uh, that he led me to Christ. He sent me some books and six months later he passed. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com dash spirit park. Passed away. I believe his wife did too. Mm-hmm. It was really neat being able to, to talk to the to the gentleman that led me to Christ. Small little church, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, that's really cool that you that you did get the chance to you know talk to him and, and that sort of thing. It kind of you know reconnect there as well. Um, and, you know, and then you know, you, I mean, obviously, I mean, you've been a musician. You've you've toured all over the place. You performed, you know, all over the place. What what started your your path and your journey into going down this route of you know of, of music? I was doing bluegrass music. I started playing guitar at 15 years old. So I was a actually I was a sophomore in in high school, and uh, we needed a guitar player. You know, my brother played the mandolin and the fiddle, and then we had a, a banjo player, and so. I learned guitar. I've been playing trumpet since I was nine. So that's where it was my main instrument. And so just playing guitar and, you know, doing all the, the background stuff. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of thrill. You just do background like this. That's all you do, you know. You're doing your right arm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> instrument. So back then guitars, 
weren't the solo instruments. Um, so, so Clarence White came around and people like that that I got to know. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now. One of the other cool things is that you know you you are a world record holder with being the fastest uh, flat picker. For for people who maybe aren't as familiar with um with maybe, like guitar techniques and things like that, what what does that actually mean? Well, um, Johnny Cash started that rumor. I played for him uh, backstage in his dressing room, and I played for him several times. We've been friends, and so. Um, uh, then, then it got out that I was, it was an against thing and then it wasn't because they wanted to do it on the computer and I've never sat down to, to do it. I don't want to be a fast player. I want to be a good player and I'm still trying to learn, but to, to be able to, to pick fast is not just drum fast like this, but to pick individual strings like. Or you can do it fast. So that's they said that, but you know, there's a lot of great players out there. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm getting older, and so I don't know if they're fast. <laughs> no, with anybody if they're fast, I don't care. I, I just want to be a good good player more than a right uh, a rapid guitar player. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, 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 dealing with like you know, because obviously you know you're a Christian and dealing with like Christian music and you're you're performing at like churches and you know that sort of thing. So what made you decide to go down the route of, you know, going down the Christian route? And, you know, because I know you've done like a lot of hymns and you've done, you know, a lot of things kind of going down that route. What led you going down that way instead of maybe going like the secular side of things? Um, being a Christian uh, at home when I was young, I went to college and uh, was rooming with some guys in Long Beach. And I was going to Long Beach State and Long Beach City College. And... Um, they invited me to Campus Crusade for Christ uh, to go to a leadership training institute for uh, for a week, and uh, and it was it was a rewarding time. It was over Easter, and um, it was like a ten day deal. And, and of course, people have guitars, but I played in the in the lobby there and got a crowd every every night. We'd have like three hundred people jam packed in the lobby, and and I was playing. And pretty soon, I was invited to churches and. I always wanted to do the music that I do, if it's bluegrass or country rock, but uh, do it with uh, with substance, having lyrics that that can move people. You know, I um, always wanted to appeal to kind of the, the blue collar guy. Come to the rock, you don't have to get stoned anymore. Kind of songs that are that are uh, the good news is Jesus, the bad news is <laughs> no. Now that's the song my brother wrote. I don't do that many seriously, but I, I kind of like that style of playing. And that's what I what I do. And then I play classical too because you have people in the church that like classical music, and so they see a person like me playing classical. They're going, I don't get it, you know. So it's it's kind of neat to to be able to not be apologetic, but play Mozart and learn some hard songs, learn the Hallelujah chorus by Handel and and different songs like that. Jesus drove men to Samaria by Bach and. And then playing it on the guitar during an offering or during, you know, an interlude or something. And so it's it's fun to do different styles of songs. You don't want to get bored with one style. Right. And some of these artists, they play the same style, and they've got to be bored of it, you know. 
Yeah. Well, see, like that, that that's one of the things I always hear about, like, uh, you know, musicians and bands and things like that as they tour, and especially a lot of these bands, they've been touring for 30, 40, you know, 50 years even sometimes. And it just seems like, like you, you always hear that they get sick of always playing their hit song for the encore because it's like that's the one they've been playing for 40 years, but it's the song that everybody's showing up to hear. So, like, I, I, to- I totally kind of get what you're saying there of it's kind of nice to mix things up a little bit too. It sure is. It's, it's fun that. Uh... To, to do that and to mix it up and, and to play songs that are difficult to play, you know, to work on some Mozart and, and you know, I'm thinking to myself while I'm rehearsing, I just can't do this. How did they, you know, and then you do it and do it and do it pretty soon. You're doing it, you know, yeah. especially if you do it in front of people, you open up more brain cells. You, you can't make a mistake because everybody's looking at you. So you better do it and do it right. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, like you know, you're saying like you'll play classical music and things like that. Would you mind playing something really quick? Because I think a lot of people are thinking, okay, like here, here's bluegrass, here's country rock, but then we're but then we're getting into like you're transitioning over to playing like classical music. Yeah, well, well, like, so, like, are you, like, when you're, when you're learning songs like that, are you, are you, like, reading the sheet music and then figuring out, or are you just doing it by ear and try, figuring out how to do it yourself? I, I listen to it on my, uh, my cell phone, my iPhone, and, uh, and I'll listen to it several times, and so then I sit down and, and play it. Yeah. I, I could transfer what, what I'm hearing in notes to put it in on the guitar. Yeah. That's kind of hard to do, but. I can, I, it's a gift I think the Lord gave me that I can do. Yeah. I can hear something and I hear it and then I hear it again. I hear the variations and the chord progressions and what triads are using. And then I grab the guitar and then do it. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like you get that in a bluegrass band. If a guy's taking a, a banjo break and so you're going to take a break similar to that maybe or different. You're going to follow the chord lines and, and so that's, Pretty much what I do. Yeah, that, that's that's well, that's very cool. Is, well, you did Jesus, Joy, Man's Desire, and you missed two notes. Well, okay, <laughs> all the other ones are right. Or they they come up and they go, "It's not Jesus, Joy, Man's Desire. It's Jesus, Joy, Man's Desire." You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have fun with it. You know? But, Good. Yeah, so, and, and and that's all, and it's always it's always it's always fun to hear like you know like uh, a, a different variation of some some of those songs as well, especially you know playing on the guitar. It's something you, oftentimes you don't hear, and it, or if you do hear somebody playing one of those songs, it's typically like a very traditional like classical like guitarist and things like that. But then it's cool to be able to hear the different the different genres of that, you know. It's written and and I'm going no, that could bore me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because 
there's a part of a classical movement that's great, and maybe it's two minutes long, but the but the rest, the 45 minutes, is is completely boring. And I don't want to do that. Why would I want to? You know, <laughs> that's not our job. Our job is to get their attention so we can present the gospel. Yeah, yeah, and no. that's really what I do with the guitar. It's I'll play something and to try to get their attention so they respect what I have to say. You know, if I'm talking to Eskimo kids up in Alaska in a village, you know, you try to do something, they really like blues and they like Johnny Cash. Kids do everywhere in Alaska, you know, and so you do some blues, you do some cash, and then they listen to you. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis, people who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm gonna do this to protect myself. Do it for them, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet that MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports. Now in more markets than ever. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. And you share the gospel, and they come to know Christ. It's it's worth it all, right? Right. Use it, talent, and that gift to get the attention of the people. Yeah, which I think kind of also leads into, uh, you know, like like you've performed at like Billy Graham Crusades, and you know, I know like Harvest Crusades and things like that. What got what got you down that route of being able to you know link up with like Billy Graham and actually you know using your talent with music and then being able to facilitate that along with the gospel? <clears throat> when Campus Crusade for Christ went to Berkeley to to minister the gospel to him, and I, I met him outside. I was witnessing to some hell's angels, and they were looking over my shoulder. And Mr. Graham is standing there, and I turned to him because he was going to speak the next day. And sir, would you like to continue? He said, "You're doing just fine." Well, um, the people heard me like maybe 12 years later, and uh, and. They invited me to a crusade, and that's where I met Franklin. I was in Lubbock, Texas, and I've done 45 of his crusades. And then I've done about 300 of Franklin's, <laughs> wherever he's spoken. We've always been. And um, so it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, 
it's amazing to be able to be invited to do a, a festival. You know, I, I call several artists, friends of mine that we'll have, but we had Jeremy Camp and different people and said, isn't it nice? You'll walk on stage and your name is on tape and that's where your box is and that's where your plug-in is and that's where your sound check goes. And I mean, it's just a real honor here to be with somebody like Billy Graham all those years, you know. Um, it's just never gotten old. You have to pinch yourself and say, you know, the Lord takes me home. Yeah. I've done it all, you know. What more would you want to do in Christian music? Yeah. Than the Billy Graham Festival or Franklin mm-hmm. Graham Festival. Right. Now 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 do you have do you have any like, you know, like stories or experiences that you had, you know, being at some of those like festivals where you know, because I, I feel like it's one of those things where, you, you know, obviously the, they've got a bunch of people there in an arena or a stadium or something like that. But again, like the focus becomes like it is all about the gospel and it's about, you know, bringing people to Christ and things like that. What was what was your experience from like that side of things being a part of something like that? Well, there may be certain bands that will play. And if Mr. Graham didn't like it, he never, never cut them or anything, but he would kind of do this with his finger and come here. You know, and what are you doing? I'm playing this. Well, you play three. Okay, well, they asked me to play two. You play three or four. You know, things could change like that. <laughs> he he wants the gospel. He wants the people, you know, ready to hear the gospel. And uh, he wants them not applauding for me, but applauding for the Lord. There's some people that will get up there and they get the applause, but he wants the applause going to the Lord and for me to be a part of that. And it it is just every time it's an absolute incredible experience to go different places, especially Decision America, to go to to cities that uh, would not want Christianity there, and yet people still showed up. And even if the gays came in and protested, they were silent and they were polite, and they they had their signs, you know, but. They didn't disrupt the meeting. They didn't get up and yell and scream. That they they were there, and if it rained, we gave them umbrellas and they thanked us. And if it was too hot, we gave them bottles of water. And I remember this one girl holding the rainbow flag, and I just love your guitar playing. And I go, thank you very much. You know, she was so sweet. But just tell them about Christ that He's not a religion; He's a relationship. And. uh you know, he came into the world to save sinners, not to condemn the world, but the world to him might be saved. And so we're we're able to try to, you know, minister to as many as we can. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think that that's one of those things, too, is like, you know, obviously, like the Bible teaches us that the gospel is divisive, you know, because, you know, it's, de- it's dealing with right and wrong. It's dealing with heaven and hell and, and, and whether you accept Christ or not and things like that. But I think one of the really cool things about music, too, is it does have this ability to unite across a lot of different either denominations or divides and things like that. And so, like like you were saying, like even somebody who's there protesting maybe your message, they're still like, well, that guy's a really good music player. You know, maybe I need maybe I need to, you know, take a listen to what he's saying, you know? Yeah. And then they're they're appreciative, you know, especially when it's raining, you give them all umbrellas and you know, or it's hot. And you, you give them given things it's 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 neat yeah yeah that's really cool now 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 you know because i I mean you're you're still like you know performing quite often and you're still i mean you've been you've been performing for a many number of years um 
but but the cool thing that I saw like on your website is like you've said like you're you're willing to go play pretty much like anywhere like you know you, you're got big churches small churches festivals you know that sort of thing which I think is is kind of refreshing when you know there's a lot of people that's like no we just gotta you know we'll only go to the big venues or like the big mega churches and things like that what made you kind of decide to go down that route you know uh, it's it's just an honor to be able with this COVID virus is the first time I haven't played for two weekends in a row. Um, since I played guitar, really started the ministry, and um, you you just think that there are people too. If I'm on, I guess when I, when I'm on tour and I go to a church on the Oregon coast, right, and and it's cold, you go to this place and it's jam packed. I've never been there before, you know. Or I'm in Maine or Massachusetts or Wisconsin, and and you see that the people that have come to see you. Um, I'll play for anybody. It, it doesn't matter. It can be a large church. And what I try to do is to be very reasonable with the churches. I don't have an agent. I don't throw a fee out there that they're not, they can't cover. If they can't cover it, then we'll work something out, you know, or we'll do an offering or we'll do, you know, we don't make a big deal about uh, finances. The Billy Graham Association never did that. And Billy always said, if you have to make a big deal about it, then maybe you ought to close your doors. And, so, you know, you just trust the Lord and, and if it's Greg Laurie's church or Skip Isaac's church or <clears throat> Jack Graham's church in Dallas, it, it or the, the church I'm going to be doing is North County Baptist up here. You know, they'll have a, they, they see it about maybe two, 200 people, but there won't be that many there because there's, there'll be about 10 people there and they'll live stream it. So, you know, I'm not going to turn somebody down that wants to hear you. You know, it'd be that would be arrogant to me. <laughs> yeah. So we we go on record to try to uh, give them as much as we can in our talent artistically, and then try to be reasonable with them. Well, we want to give you this. Well, thank you very much. You know. Yeah. Now, now, you know, like the, one of the things that you know, I kind of want to ask you as well is. Um, you know, I feel like there's been a, like a lot of criticism of like Christian music today in general and just kind of, it's become a lot more like business focused and business minded. And, you know, I mean, granted to a certain degree, it, it is a business and that sort of thing. But what are some of the changes that like you feel like you've seen within the Christian music industry, you know, if, if we'll call it that, that, you know, either you like and you think are great or maybe you're like, oh, I wish it wasn't going down this route. I, what you said, I wish I wasn't going down the route. Uh, there's some, there's some music that you hear and they justify it by saying, he loves me or he's my friend or something like that. And then they go crazy with their music and there's no substance to it. It's just another song, you know, or for somebody to be a writer, that could be dangerous because they write and they only sing their own songs unless they're, you know, Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan, maybe 80% of the songs would be a bore, maybe. But there's some that he really has written that are that are great, or Neil Young and people in the secular market. Uh, but uh, within Christian music, I, you know, if, if they don't have a heart for evangelism, like some of the the, the great artists that have had, uh, then I it's I don't get very moved to want to purchase a CD or even listen. Um, uh, I think that, that, uh, 
some people have visions of grandeur. They think that they're living in in the uh, secular world out there playing rock and roll music, and they're a star when they see the lights and they see everything and the and all the stage stuff, you know. Which a lot of it's kind of cool, you know, the the, the fog stuff and all that could be nice and the lights. But some people look at it as here I am, and that's the only crowd they're going to play for. Really, it's that large. And you just uh, they need to they need to know that the Lord will keep them around uh, if they if they're faithful. And um, uh, most artists last five years, you know, or seven years of their you don't hear about them anymore. And uh, I think if they're faithful and available and teachable and they're, they, uh, they're serious about their music and they're serious about not getting up there and clowning around or talking too much, usually they have pastors that talk. People don't need to talk so long, you know, between songs. And play songs that, that have meaning and substance. Yeah. Now, 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 what, what, have, what have been some of your like biggest influences, like uh, musically speaking, like you know, so like when, when you're looking at you know your your style or your genre or what you like, what were some of your big influences? Well, um, in the secular market, it would be you know because that's the music you listen to. A lot of the the, the songs that I would hear that were gospel songs. Um, I like the Rambos. I like, uh, you know, uh, different song, different people groups that were, that had great harmony. Second chapter of Acts, I, I like them because of their harmonies, kind of like Crosby, Stills and Nash, the influence of them and, and playing guitar and from Waylon Jennings to, uh, to really great, great guitar players. Glenn Campbell was a phenomenal guitar player and, uh, I just had Doyle Dykes write me and tell me what a great guitar player I am. And I, I wrote him back and I said, you know, you, you're not, you, you aren't losing your hearing. Are you? I mean, come on. And uh, he, um, I got to pinch myself, you know. Uh, but I see guys like Doyle Dykes. He's just a phenomenal, humble player and he's good. And so I get moved by people that are uh, salty and get up. Larry Norman was a good friend of mine years ago, and he was a big influence. I opened up for him for a lot of performances, and we traveled quite a lot. And, and he was a, a good, dear friend. I guess he was a, a mentor to me in many ways. And uh, he was kind of a bizarre guy, you know. I was playing at Hollywood Presbyterian Church this Saturday night, and there was about 3,000 people there, and I'm playing before him. And he walked on the platform. In the middle of the song, he grabbed my mic and he said, "Sound man, turn his guitar up." I mean, you know, <laughs> I was, and, and I stopped. I'd look and smile, and then I would, "Is this okay, Larry?" And play, you know. And uh, there was just some some great artists that you know, like Larry, that I liked it, and you know, I felt like I was in their family. I never thought that much that I was, but you get around them at a convention and you feel like they're family to you. Still, so right now, now what are what are some like musicians or bands or whatever it is that that you like today that you wish more people were either listening to or, or that you that you feel like okay they're doing it right you know today more than bands because bands are um, almost like some worship groups when you have a twenty year old person playing guitar and all he's doing is three chords and a minor and he's strumming like this. You know, rather than you're challenging him to be really phenomenal. I'm moved by 
groups like Nickel Creek, that is a secular group, uh, to my understanding, they're believers, but they're really expert players. Uh, Chris Thiele on the mandolin is an, a genius musician, one of the greatest musicians I've ever heard. And, uh, and Sean Watkins playing guitar is a phenomenal guitar player. He used to come up to me and ask me about my playing when he was a young, young man. And now he's just phenomenal. And Sarah, his sister is just a great violin player, fiddle player. Uh, I get moved by that. There's a young, young man in, uh, in Sacramento. He's going to turn 18 next week. That, uh, when he was 11 years old, I remember playing for him at a camp. And I gave him a lesson. Well, since then, he's become one of the phenomenal top acoustic guitar players I've heard. I think he could do about anything anybody does. And he's probably one of the, the best electric guitar players. And so to mentor somebody like that, to see them maybe coming up with the heart of Christ, that, uh, that, that moves me. Sometimes a big, huge band will just be another band. Another, you know, um, because on most worship songs that they have bands, you don't see a guitar player taking a solo break. You don't see a piano player taking a solo break. They're just kind of playing and they're stifled and they're not going to be creating more, you know. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforumc.org. It's not like songs that over oh, a thousand tongues that sing my great redeemer praise. Songs that have incredible movements that are difficult to play. They're songs that are just two, three chords. So that's a little discouraging. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, you know, so like I, I, was, I was a worship leader at a church when I lived out in Arizona. Uh, you know, I play music. I mean, obviously not nearly as good as on the guitar as, as you. Uh, but one, one of the things that I've noticed about like worship music in general is like you were saying, it's the simplicity of, of the chords. And it, it's, it's almost like they're trying to simplify things so much that it just makes it so easy for the audience. And, to, but to the point to where it's just, it's just like a, it's almost like a pop song. You know what I mean? And, and it's one of those things like when you're talking about like, do, let's say doing like a guitar solo or a piano solo, 
I feel like a lot of churches will say, Let, let's not do that because that's too showy or that's, you, we just keep it simple and play the chords and that sort of thing. What's your take on like, you know, doing like, let's say a musical riff or a solo or something like that? Well, I, there's a church here in San Diego in La Mesa. It's called Journey. Every time I'm there, they have an incredible worship team with incredible musicians where they take solo breaks, you know, and Greg Laurie and his church at Harvest Christian Fellowship, you know, they has like three, four different major worship bands that they're very, very good players. And when I get with some of these guys, they really like it. We were just in Las Vegas at a place and all these guys are Vegas musicians, you know, and so we're doing this difficult stuff and they're playing it right with me, you know, because I've sent them a tape of it. And so that's been fun. You know, to encourage a worship team, you know, I mean, they're volunteers, you know, and they, they want to do good and they want to have good harmonies. And and uh, uh, Joe Weldon is a friend of mine who used to work with me. Um, he goes and he does these seminars at some of these churches and pulls this harmony person here, this person to do that. And, and that's stuff that I've done, too, myself, but uh, to, to encourage him, you know, and encourage him to. Here, we're going to do this on the guitar this time. Now we're going to try this, you know. And, you know, it opens brain cells for people, and they, they get playing, and they, they're challenged. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I, was, I, was at a, uh, I was at a worship leaders conference, and I remember, uh, I think it was Lincoln Brewster was there. And he, and he was talking. I was in one of the breakout sessions with him. And, and one of the things that he was saying is he's like, you know, he's like, you know, God, for whatever reason, gave me the ability to learn how to play guitar to, to this ability that I've had. He's like, so why would I stifle that and kind of take that away? Not it, but he's like, it's not to show off for me. It's to show off, Hey, this is what, this is what God gave me. This is to give him glory. And I always found that interesting, especially in light of like a lot of, a lot of the avoidance of, let's say like a, a guitar solo or something like that. It, if, if done right, it seems like it could be done in a very God honoring, you know, positive way. I think. Thank you for saying that. Cause I've had different people tell me, you know what? It's kind of showing off a little bit what you're doing well i like to end nothing with the blood with with a, an ending that's uh, i go you could do that or you go do It's the people are into it, and I, you know. But some churches want to hear of it, and you know, if it's a real conservative Baptist church, or I'm playing somewhere where the guitars aren't really that favored, I might end it like that. You know, I might play very soft, and every time you get on stage, you want to look at your crowd, you want to see what church you're playing at. Okay, these people would probably like the old hymns, and so you do the old hymns. And then they, they really like that. And then if you do that and you get their favor, then you could do some of your stuff, little picking. Maybe if it's a classical, then they'll accept that because it's classical. And then you're doing your, your riffs, you know. And that's just what you have to do. If you just go by, this is what I'm doing, this is the key, and that's, that's it, you know. Uh, 
you're going to lose your crowd. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, and I think, I think that's one of the cool things too about, let's say, like somebody like you that's able to, you know, bring the hymns to churches, but bringing it on the, on the guitar. I feel like that's a really important thing, especially for the younger generations, like my age and even younger, where a lot of people my age, they don't like the hymns, but a lot of it's because they're used to the very stuffy, you've got the sure. choir and you've got the you know church organ and things like that. And for them, they're just like, okay, that's boring. That was my childhood, whatever it is. But then you, when you can bring it in a new way, it's almost like bringing like a new life to those, to those really important words, I think. Right. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, right at first, somebody looks at you and you're wearing a cowboy hat and boots and, you know, and you're up there and say, wait a minute, where's a suit? You know, I'll wear a sport coat. I try to dress really nice. My wife makes me do that. <laughs> but, uh, but to get their attention, you might just go. An old hymn. So a lot of them will say, hey, that's good, that are hymn lovers. And so you, you have to adjust to each crowd. It's not about what I play. It's not about me. It's about the people that you're preparing the hearts for the pastor to preach to them. And you want to prepare their hearts by getting on their side. You know, you may not do it by your looks. And when you walk out on the platform, people may write you off already or really like you. But uh, I haven't had any trouble. It's people have been overly kind to me. And so I, I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. And what are some of your like your favorite songs to play like when you go to a church and, and either like you're leading worship or you're setting up for the sermon or whatever it is? What are some of like your favorite songs that you like to bring uh, to local churches? Um, it would probably be a song that you would maybe end with. So uh, if you're the pastor is going to try to lead people to Christ or attempt to, it would be it would be like this. I've been held by the Savior I feel fire from above I've been down to the river I'm a prodigal return All my hope is in Jesus Thank God my yesterday's gone all my sins are forgiven I've been washed by the blood You know, songs like that that are uh, talking about hope in Christ and, and um, one more would be my wife had a good idea for me to uh, maybe put this uh, online because of what's going on with the this virus. Once a nation under God willing to obey 
guided and protected by your hand. Now we're like a wayward child, just wandered far from home. Won't you save this lost and dying land? Lord, give us America, we ask for her by name. Lord, give us America, light a fire and fan the flame. Send us out to harvest and the way to rain. Lord, give us America in Jesus' holy name. Something like that. Yeah. I'll probably do it my the next church I play at. Yeah. This week, uh, well, a weekend... About a week and a half ago, I was at a church. It was a drive-in church. had about 400 cars. And so when I was playing something and doing a guitar run, everybody was honking their horns. <laughs> you know, it was really, really interesting. And you're done, and boom, and they're all honking 400 cars. They're honking their horns, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. So it never gets old. Right. Now, now, like, you know, like, like dealing with all this, like coronavirus, and it, it seems like, you know, everybody's been really, you know, kind of struggling, you know, staying apart. And I feel like that's been one of those kind of cool things about having a lot of those like drive-in services where, you know, even though we're still separated by like the cars and, you know, things like that, it's, it's still a chance for people to feel like they can come together and they're still, we're still like unified. And I feel like in like today's society in general, we're, we're very individualistic and we're separated. There's a lot with social media. There's a lot with technology and just everybody's busy. Um, but then it, again, it seems like something like music, you know, whether it's a drive-in service or just whatever it is, it just seems like that's something that, that really makes people feel connected to other people, which I think, which I think is really cool as well. Maybe you need to do a concert online. I don't know exactly how we do it, but you call us and we would do, do something like that. How many followers do you have? Um, I've, I've got about, uh, I, we, we average about like 1500, uh, you know, viewers per show. Well, that's really good. Yeah. Really good. So well, we're, yeah. we're looking forward to people can find us online, dennisagajanian.org. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have our phone number there. Our office is here. Yeah. And I answered or my wife answers it and, um, you know, we go anywhere. So it'd be fun to. To, you know, visit some places we haven't been. Yeah, it's always yeah. a lot of fun, and uh, and so we've just pretty much postponed things till a later date. You know, we haven't canceled, but it's just postponed. Right, right. Now, now, where where, where do you feel like has been like your favorite place to have played? Because I feel like everybody's always got like their specific like uh, either venue or location or just like a memory of like this was like the best like experience you know playing. Like for you, what was that moment? Well, it's been Decision America. Um, my wife and I went to 50 state capitals, Brooklyn, Graham, and play. And uh, in 50 states, we did it in one year, in, in 2016. And then we're doing it this year, too. We'll be in what's called the Heartland Tour. We'll be in Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Minnesota and New Hampshire and Ohio and Indiana. It, uh, you, you come in, these you know, three 18-wheeler trucks come in. They set up the stage. You're in a park. We don't take offerings, you know, and uh, I'll get up and I'll perform a half an hour, and then Franklin Graham will come and speak, or we'll have myself perform, and then we'll have Jeremy Camp come up, and, and he'll play. 
20 minutes or Michael W. Smith and, and we've done them and they've been a lot of fun because it's just a different place every time. And it's a real challenge. You're outside. The elements could be rain. It could be really hot or it could be very, very cold, you know, and you get 15,000 people coming, 10,000 people coming. It's, it's really a, a neat thing. You get in the car and you're going to the next city and you're on your way. And, you know, I don't do the bus thing. And we just run a suburban and we go the dog and my wife, <laughs> myself. And so, uh, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that that that, that that's that's really cool. And, and and I feel and I feel like too is like it's one of those things like when you when you get the opportunity to either like play at one of those either like festivals or like an event like that where it's evangelistic, especially it just seems like there's this there's this like feeling and this sense uh, like I was saying earlier of community, but also too is like there's like a common purpose. And I think that a lot of times, like even here, in, like in America right now, it seems like we're really lacking in that in that common purpose because you know, like there's the political divides. There's you know, like you know, it just seems like everybody's divided over everything. And I feel like we need more of those kind of unifying events. And that's what's a little disheartening. I feel like for me of dealing with like this coronavirus is it's it's pushing people apart that much more. So I think the more coming out of this, the more we can do to try to find ways of unifying, you know, churches and the country and just in general, I mean, music is definitely one of those ways to do it. Well, what you're doing is, is, uh, where are you out of? What city are you out of? I'm out in uh, Orange County, California. You know what, what you're doing is so valuable because uh, people are staying home and they're, they want to tune you in. They want to listen. Greg Glory had about a million, 300,000, you know, people, uh, when, when he knew that uh, President Trump was going to be viewing in, you know, he had close to a million, 300,000 people in. And you're thinking, you know, people are they're searching and they want to hear messages like you and messengers like you. And, and uh, you know, it offers them hope. And I think that in many ways, I told Greg, I said, you ought to keep one of your services just be live stream, you know, and, and like in the front room or do it on a Saturday or something. Because people just enjoy that. You know, they, they can't get to church. They don't live in Riverside or Orange County. So, um, so I, I, you know, uh, the, the Lord will use it, you know, for his glory, like he's doing with you, mm-hmm. Jeff. I, I, I appreciate that. And that are live streaming. I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. It's it's, it's fun to doing like this show too because I feel like I'm always having like different people from all different kinds of walks of life, uh, and you know just getting to like talk and have a conversation. And I feel like that's something that that we kind of need a little bit more, you know. Um, and you know, like I've I've had you know you know you know some some politicians, some pastors, some like a couple of musicians, some actors. But it's always fun just to have just to hear different perspectives and different stories, especially how God has kind of used all these people and you kind of see this common theme of he's constantly redeeming people and kind of bringing them back to him over the course of their life through their talents and abilities and knowledge and whatever it is. So that for me, that's just, it's just been fun to just have kind of have these kinds of conversations, I think. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, fun. Yeah. It's fun. You play, play it to you. Yeah, definitely. I'd love, I'd love to uh, have you kind of close out with like another, another song or two and just kind of like, you know, share, you know, uh, you know, some, some of your favorite, uh, some of your favorite tunes. All right, um, let's do uh, Out of the Wilderness is a song that uh, you know talks about 
the prodigal and um, prodigal son, Luke 15. Please don't worry, please don't grieve, I'll be okay. There's so many things that I want to do, that doesn't mean that I don't love you, don't make mistakes. I just want to be free, to be what I want to be, out in the wilderness. Out in the wilderness, I'll be on my own, I can learn to fly. Well, exploring the unknown, and I'll find a way. Just let me go out of the wilderness. Hello, stranger, I lost my way. Do some work if you let me stay for a little while. All I need is some food to eat, a place to rest my weary feet for a little while. Sure, I could beat the sounds. You don't have to show me how. Out of the wilderness. Out of the wilderness. I'll be on my own. I can learn to fly. Or exploring the unknown. And I'll find a way. Just let me go. Out of the wilderness. I should never have gone away, Lord, I was wrong. You don't have to call me son. Who can forgive the sins I've done? I don't belong. I'll be a servant now. I'll learn how to feed the sows out of the wilderness. Out of the wilderness. I was on my own when I tried to fly. I got lost in the unknown and I found a way and I want to stay out of the wilderness out of the wilderness Brother, I'm home and I want to stay I should never have gone away, Lord, I was wrong. Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website 
at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com dash spirit park. Very cool, very cool. Well, hey, Dennis, I, I really enjoy this. I really enjoyed having you on, and I'm, I'm really glad that we could do this. I was really looking forward to having you on. I, love, I always love hearing you, know, you play and sing and all that kind of stuff, but I really appreciate you joining me here for this podcast. Well, let's touch base, and I want to take you to dinner sometime. I'm down in Orange County playing. That, uh, that would be we'll to touch base. That, that would be together. great. It would be a lot of yeah, def- definitely. Let me know whenever whenever you're in town. That would be definitely great to do that. So, uh, yeah. So, so again, like if people want to be following you, keeping up on like where you're playing and things like that, what's the be- what's the best way for them to uh, keep up on all that? Agajanian.org. and Agajanian is A G A and then J A N I A N. Agajan J A N I A N. Perfect. Definitely. And uh, and we're willing to come out to their churches too if they want and uh, if I'm on my way somewhere if I'm on tour we could uh, work it out where we drop by and play there be in their service or do a concert or whatever I also speak a lot so uh, we could do you know all three of them so right so yeah well again thanks so much for doing this really appreciate it had a blast and yeah we'll, have, we'll definitely have to do that again sometime and, and, uh, and meet up sometime that would be great Take care, friend. Thanks so okay. much. Of course. Thank you. And then for everybody else as well, um, uh, let's see. Tomorrow we'll be back for another episode of America Held Hostage, bringing to you guys the daily news. And then I've got another episode of Conversations with Jeff tomorrow with Annie Cyrus and talking about her experience coming out of uh, being raised uh, in Islam and just her experience coming out of that. So that will be a great episode as well. So uh, check that out, and we will be back here tomorrow. Thanks so much. Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC.